welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I am so glad you're taking time to listen to this podcast. Thanks for your support, encouragement. Thanks for letting me know you're listening. Hey, would you just take a minute and subscribe to our podcast? We would absolutely love it if you would do that. You can find our podcast and our show notes at kidsministrycollective.com. You can hit the podcast tab. And you'll get stay up to date on all of our podcasts, our blog, everything Kids Ministry Collective is there at kidsministrycollective.com. So go check it out. Um, but let us know that you're listening and subscribe, share it with some other ministry friends, uh, recommend it in groups. We would love to get the word out and continue to get the word out about our little podcast. So today we're talking about something that is huge. I've had this conversation with other leaders, not so uh long ago, and it's continued to pop up. How do we deal with the issue of underlying stress? There is something very ugly going around children's ministry and ministry world with leaders that are dealing with stress. Now, burnout is all the buzzword right now. Everybody's burned out. Everybody's burned out, which again, if you've heard me talk about this podcast, I've done a ton of research on this I feel like I've done a lot of reading and a lot of studying over the topics of what real burnout is, and a lot of us are worn out. We're not totally burned out. There is a big difference on that, but a huge cause for being worn out and burned out is stress. So we're going to dive into this conversation today uh, about understanding what stress does to us and understanding its impact handling some of the tools that we can use to manage it, and even how stress can be a positive. So stay tuned for that. Before we get started, let me tell you about KMC Coaching. Uh, KMC Coaching is a hybrid. uh, It's a coaching mentoring model that if you are new to ministry or have been in ministry for a while, everybody knows that you do better with a coach. And it's amazing how many leaders I've talked to have never personally been coached by anyone. They go to conferences, they read books, they watch videos, and they consider that coaching. Well, that's coaching from a distance, but I'm talking about one-on-one coaching. Lots of people offer group coaching, and group coaching is great. I've benefited from group coaching, but my greatest growth has come from one-on-one time with a coach. Um I just want to tell you that that's one thing that sets kmccoach.net as something different. Something different that I offer that other coaches don't is more intensive one-on-one coaching and mentoring to help you. We ask a lot of questions. We go through an assessment of you and your ministry uh, and see where you have blind spots and where you can grow and where challenges are. And we custom build every coaching journey to fit you one call a month two calls a month up to 90 minutes we custom build it for you don't think you can't afford this i would challenge you and say you can't afford not to and most of us will spend lots of money going to conferences get a good buzz get excited get some a few ideas but then don't know how to implement them 
And again, that's where coaching and mentoring challenges you and helps you. So I would encourage you to go over to kmccoach.net, hit the free clarity call button and set up a 30 minute call with me. Let's talk about how kmccoach.net can serve you. We also want you to know we do church volunteer trainings and seminars. We can custom build and we have some preset seminars and workshops that we can do virtual or in person. Our overhead is very low and we're willing to serve you. That's our priority is to add value to you and your ministry to make you as the leader look fantastic. So if you'd be interested in talking about some of that, let me know. I've got openings on my calendar for this year and for 2024. We would love to add you in there. So check out kmccoach.net for all your training and coaching needs. That will help you take stress out. One of my joys is working with leaders and seeing the stress dissipate because we're learning to manage our rhythms well. So who's ready to transform that stress into strength. Let's dive into this week's episode of the Kids Ministry Collective podcast. So in the landscape of children's ministry, there are a lot of stressors that gnaw at our peace of mind and throw us off balance. And identifying some of these stressors helps lay that foundation for better stress management and coping strategies. And after all, you know, we can't navigate a storm without understanding where the wind is blowing, and how big the waves are. We have to know some of these kind of things in order to handle going through it. One stressor that seems to hit more than anything is volunteers. They're the heart and soul of our ministries. But coordinating a huge group or a diverse group of people with different schedules and skills and expectations can feel overwhelming. It can literally take your breath away at times. According to Barna Awana and Awana research, uh, 68% of leaders feel that they're constantly understaffed. You know, that's a huge deal. You know what? I feel it. I'll even tell you, even this weekend in the ministry that I'm leading right now, yep, I'm back in the saddle. Uh, I've stepped in to lead a children's ministry uh, where I've been a volunteer uh, I'm now serving as their children's director for the elementary. And uh, I'm going to tell you, yesterday was hard. It was really hard. We started and f- seven minutes, eight minutes before, I, f- I remember looking at my watch going, oh, great, we're under 10 minutes. And I had two other helpers besides myself, two volunteers, one being uh, the youth pastor who was coming in to check out what we were doing. Um. Then all of a sudden, three more walked in and we was like, phew, okay, we've got enough. Because at first it was like three of us for 70 kids. Um, and even then it was tight. In the second hour, we were even less. And we had more challenging kids come into the room with some opportunities and challenges. And we needed to serve them well. And we need people to give them specific attention. And that also means that when you have one-on-one, you lose the one-on-eight to ten. And so it was stressful. I have to admit, it was stressful and it was tiring. And I went home and I took a good long nap. And so I understand volunteer management can be a huge stress point. Likewise, creating engaging programming for children of all different learning styles 
and age groups can be a stressor. We all grapple with the urge to keep things fresh and enriching and impactful for the young minds and lives we're guiding. And then <laughs> there's all the administrative work, scheduling events, managing budgets, handling crises, uh, putting out little fires, dealing with last minute. Oh, hey, we're going to try this. Uh, yeah, these tasks require organization and efficiency, and that can feel exhausting too. Even for those of you that love task lists, your list gets so long, it becomes a stress. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably stressing some of you out even right now, uh, with, with all of reading all of this, talking about all this. Um, but I get it. You know, recognizing stress is not a cause for discouragement. But what it does is it should allow us to take a step forward to figure out how to manage it and deal with it. Once we understand the challenges we're feeling and facing, we can formulate specific strategies to face them. Again, that's part of what coaching does for somebody is if you're feeling very stressed and overwhelmed, a coach really helps you step back and take a pause and and, and get that view of what you need. Uh, to get back in order. And I'm telling you, when you step back and you can get things into focus, it is a powerful thing. I had a great friend of mine who is one of my coaches say, when you lose your way, it could be that you lost your why. Sometimes the reason why we're so stressed out is because we've lost sight of our why. Um, another thing is, as he said, when, when you're, when you're in doubt, when you're stressed out, zoom out. Um, I would tell you, if you're stressed out right now, zoom out, back up and look at all the good things that God is doing. We don't want to get discouraged by this. In fact, scripture tells us don't get weary in well-doing, meaning, hey, keep going. It's going to be hard. Jesus never said ever that ministry would be easy. He never said that. Look at the disciples writing scripture from prison. You think they had stress in their life? Yeah, absolutely. If they can manage it, we can too. So understanding the pressure of creating all these things, we have to realize that sometimes we have to zoom out. So take some time, maybe even after this podcast, to understand what's stressing you out. Ask, why am I feeling all this tension? And then view them as an opportunity for growth rather than a stumbling block. We can't avoid the storms, but we sure can understand how to sail through them safer. So let me pause for a minute here and talk about what happens when we don't manage our stress. How does that impact us? Well, let me tell you, when we let stress go unchecked, it's like driving a car basically on empty. We see that light pop on and we think, oh, I've got plenty more gas in the tank. It'll, it'll, I'll make it. Yeah, you keep pushing it and pushing it, and eventually you're going to realize your car is not going to run on gas. There's been research about how when we are working and when we're doing things, our brain puts out adrenaline, obviously. And so when we're in the middle of all this, there's an adrenaline rush. Here's the thing, though. If you keep living that way, you're not designed to live that way. You're not designed to live in high stress. You're not designed to live going Mach 3 with your hair on fire. You will burn out of that adrenaline, and then you're going to get into some dangerous places in your mindset. 
Trust me, the research plays it all out. Physically, stress can manifest itself in terrible things, headaches, sleep dis- disturbances, constant fatigue. They can they can spiral into blood pressure issues, heart disease, weakened immune systems. Yeah, stress can be very, very dangerous physically, mentally. The long-term stress then creates instant anxiety and depression. It's a terrible, terrible thing. And obviously, yes, stress will lead you to burnout and mental exhaustion. The effects of these things are far-reaching, no doubt about it. And in children's ministry leaders, it not only impacts you, but everybody around you. It will hurt your ability to inspire your team to make important decisions, to model values and behaviors that others need to see modeled in front of them, all because we don't keep in check our stress. We have to watch out. You know, a stressed out leader who struggles to recruit will struggle to motivate and inspire other leaders, will also get overwhelmed and burned out, which means it disrupts the programming, it disrupts the discipleship, it disrupts the productivity, it can lead you to question your own calling. There are many leaders that have tapped out recently because they didn't manage their stress. Yes, again, I'll say it again. You know, stress will feast on you if you don't manage it. If you can't figure out your way through the storm safely, the storm will swallow you up if you let it. But you don't have to let it. When you're feeling stress on a consistent basis for a long period of time, you know, there's going to be seasons where we have to keep going and and that stress will feel like it's a long time. But you know the days. I'm talking if if this goes on for weeks and you're not feeling any kind of relief or release, there's a wake up call. There's your signal that you need to take care of yourself and realize that your well-being matters not only to you, but to those that love you and care about you and that serve with you. So you need to prioritize your mental and physical health. Because I've said it many times and I'll continue to say it. Healthy leaders lead healthy teams, which lead healthy ministries, and they make the best kingdom impact. I want to challenge you to to manage your stress well. So how can you do that? What are some strategies that you can do to help balance this out a little bit, to take the edge off? Well, I know, and I'm going to, I'm going to dance into this a little bit, but too many leaders are diving into the spirits rather than the spirit. And they're using that for self care to take the edge off. Listen, my brothers and sisters, everybody has their personal views on alcohol, but I'm seeing the church quote unquote self regulate with alcohol way too much. And it's concerning to me. Listen, I'm not judging you. If you like alcohol, that's that's you. That's between you and Jesus, not me. 
I have my views. I have my my preferences. I have my convictions. That's not what this episode's about, but I want to challenge you to consider that if that's what you're using to de-stress, be careful, because that is not proper self-care. But on the flip side, self-care is not a luxury. It's not something that you can ignore or excuse. Rest, exercise, balanced eating, having some hobbies and interests outside of ministry are huge and are key elements of self-care. There have been studies after studies showing that when someone who is that serves or leads in a high stress position has some leisure activities on the other side that knows how to unplug completely lowers their stress dramatically. You know, I remember when I first started out in ministry, I worked relentlessly. My pace was not sustainable. And I kept thinking I needed to be constantly on. I could never shut it off. And it wasn't until I faced burnout, worn out, mentally fatigued, physically fatigued, physically affected. I realized that I was leading the wrong way. I was not honoring God with my temple. My food was out of control. My emotions were out of control. My head was always just foggy, and yet I kept faking it and trying to make it. Listen, that stuff has to stop. You need to find what I call the godly sustainable pace. And when you live that way, even when you have high seasons of stress, you can manage it well. I'm a different leader than I am I was 10 years ago because I've learned. Now I try to lead others this way. I'm still working on my physical temple. I got a long way to go, but I'm trying. I'm working at it. Some days I do great. Some days I don't, but I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to be consistent. I want to challenge you. We're going to have a a, a challenge coming up in, in mid-September, October to talk about being healthy leaders that lead healthy teams. And we're going to be talking about mental, physical, emotional, and physical health. Uh, if you're interested in that, go check out the Restoring Leaders Facebook group because that's where we're going to be leading that from. I just want to challenge you. Read a book. Go for a walk. Go for a run if that floats your boat. Uh, do some woodworking. Do some gardening. Whatever you enjoy. If you don't have a hobby, get one. Um, everybody needs it. It is a powerful stress management tool when you can do those kind of things. Remember, your role of a leader isn't to do everything yourself, but to empower others. But you have to model good leadership all the way around, not just organization. I know people who have great task lists, who have all the systems and the structures, and they're some of the highest stressed people I know. I've got one in mind right now that they are constantly on the go. They're doing, 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 doing. And you know what? They sit there and teach, try to teach leadership stuff. And I look at them and I'm like, oh man, I'm honestly, I'm glad I'm not living their life. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't want it. You know, setting healthy boundaries is crucial in stress management. There's a common misconception that being a devoted leader means you have to be available 24 seven. No, 
If you neglect your personal space and freedom and boundaries for the sake of professional duties, that stress will kill you. You need to main, in order to maintain your energy and dedication and love for the ministry, you've got to have a balance between your personal duties and your personal life. Your professional duties and your personal life. Let's say that right. So creating boundaries is another thing. Otherwise, the other thing I would say is finding some useful tools to organize yourself and master the art of prioritization, figuring out what truly is urgent and what's not, what needs to be done now or what could be done later. There are a lot of great apps out there. Just pick one and stick with it. Um, some people love the Eisenhower matrix. It's a powerful tool for helping you prioritize tasks. If you don't just Google it, um, I've used it with some of my coaching clients, um, it's a powerful tool to help you prioritize and it gives you that idea of what's urgent, what's important and who should have this. So try some of those strategies that I've mentioned. Try finding hobbies, try finding time, you know, scheduling time to rest, relook at your boundaries and assess them and rewrite them. If you need to get some help, get some counseling, some coaching, some mentoring, Find ways to prioritize yourself and you'll see your stress levels drop. Now, I want to wrap up the episode on a positive. There are positive things about stress. Believe it or not. Yes, I know when we say stress, it paints a very gloomy, dark picture, but it can be constructive. And you heard me right. It can be. So let's talk about the positive side of stress. Well, what is it? Because oftentimes we talk about stress being that negative thing, but there is positive stress. Um, it's been known as eustress, um, is what it's called, um, which sounds funny, but it's E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, eustress. And eustress really is very interesting because basically it's, it's, it's the stress that we feel, but it's beneficial because we know how to handle it. Meaning, let's say the week before vacation Bible school, think about how much you get done. You crush it. Now, are you tired? Sure, you're tired. But some of us thrive on just going and burning out all this stuff. We feel so productive and excited. And, and it's just a amazing thing. But you stress is that kind of stress that encourages us and it moves us. Uh, it has it here. Here's some of the characteristics. Um, I looked up a definition. I thought this was interesting that the characteristics of eustress are they're motivational. It focuses our energy. It's always short term. It's always within our coping ability. It does feel exciting and we improve our performance during this time because we accomplish more. So eustress is really interesting, and it's something that that is really, truly positive. It drives us. So there are things in your world that sometimes you just push through and drive through, and it feels great because you know the benefits at the end of this. You know that that week before Bible school, even though it's hard and it's a grind, you know that that next week is going to be filled with amazing ministry opportunities. 
And so it elevates that mental capacity and, and that adrenaline rush. But again, it's short term. It's not meant to be done long term. Because stresses can be go, go, can go into the negative. So I wanted to leave it on a positive. You stress is one of those things where you can look at something like coordinating a big event and all the schedules and logistics and the scale of it all. It could be a high stress trigger point, but you could choose to use you stress, meaning I see an opportunity to lead and refine my, my skills as a leader to bring a team closer together for one big cause to explore new and innovative ideas and things that we haven't done before. And you know what? Almost every time that it turns out to be a great opportunity to grow and to develop. So you stress can be a positive if we use it that way. So listen, my friends, I hope this gives you a fresh perspective on managing your stress in your ministry. We want you to remember that healthy leaders lead healthy teams, which lead healthy ministries. So please take care of yourself. Keep shining for Jesus and pointing children to Jesus. And God bless you for what you do. Don't give up in doing the right things. Well, my friends, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. I'm Tom Bump. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you will join me again real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.